The You Can't Make This Up podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So after this episode and some big laughs, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is the You Can't Make This Up podcast. 15 minutes where you can dive into the unforgettable, hilarious stories that are the essence of educators' lives in schools. On the last episode, you heard this. I'll still get messages from students that were in that class. Uh, they'll just be laughing and joking about something. And The stories shared on this podcast are all true, but any names have been changed. I'm Dr. Matthew X. Joseph. Are you ready to hear another unbelievable story where you'll likely be laughing or shaking your head or saying, you can't make this up? I am ready. So let's do it. And so every student from each group, they sent one person up and they had a fly swap. One minute later, boom, it starts up again with... And then two, he's just been all over my lanyard. He's, he's been touching me. Oh, oh, no. And the shot goes. He starts going off the rails. On this episode, we welcome in Dr. Chris Hobbs. He's the director of athletics at the Kings Academy in Florida. He was also the Varsity Brands National High School AD of the Year. He runs a blog, he oversees athletics, and he tells a great story. Chris, I hope you're ready, because here we go. And we are back. The mic is on, and another connection has been made. I'm so excited to make a connection today with Dr. Chris Hobbs down in Florida, who until about two weeks ago, kind of saw some things he's done on Twitter, but never had a chance to connect. So I was thrilled to have him reach out, learn a little bit more, have him want to come on today, because as we were talking about before, we need to just laugh. And there's things in our profession that nobody would nobody would understand. So uh, Chris, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Matt, uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, I love the angle that you're taking on content with this podcast. This is, uh, I'm, I'm excited about this. This is going to be fun. Yeah, I've, I've been laughing a lot for, for the last couple of weeks between <laughs> spiked cherries and, as you said, the episode you listened to, the guy flying over with banners. It's, you can't, you can't make this stuff up, right? <laughs> really can't. <laughs> so uh, I see, and we talked about your, uh, right now down in Florida, were you uh, an educator? Yeah, uh, so I'm the director of athletics at the Kings Academy in West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, been there five years, and prior to that, spent 15 years 
um, first as a uh, phys ed teacher and coach right out of college in the, uh, the, the Northern Virginia area, right outside Washington, D.C., okay. and then spent uh, nine, nine great years, nine or ten great years in central New Jersey, uh, right outside New York City at, uh, at a private school up there. Um, really formative um, experiences for me um, as a, an educational leader there, um, and then now uh, last five years here in, in Florida, so 20 years in education now. Wow. And uh, where'd you do your doctoral studies? Yep. So I have an earned doctorate in educational leadership from Liberty University. Um, got the specialist degree uh, before that, and then just go ahead and, and kind of, you know, bled right into the, the, the full doctorate. Uh, wrote a dissertation on the impact of uh, transformational leadership behaviors of athletic administrators and the correlation to the efficacy of their varsity head coaches. Uh, and then um, got a master's degree in sport coaching from the United States Sports Academy, and then a, um, a phys ed degree, phys ed and health degree from uh, Clark Summit University in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And if anyone's ever watched the show Office, yeah. the Office is almost 100% accurate what it's oh, like. Oh, that's awesome! No, a big, <laughs> I, I am a big fan for sure. So that is that is good to good to hear. So you went into athletics out of school. Were you a college athlete or high school athlete? What I was, yeah, uh, I was raised by an educator. My father to this day is in his 46th year, I believe, um, of uh, leading in schools. And so I was raised in that atmosphere as a kid, just spent way too much time on, on school campuses as my dad was finishing up office work. My dad also happened to be a coach. And so that was the, the experience in education that was really, really significant to me. And so um, right out of, had an opportunity in a small private school, play a lot of different sports. Basketball was the one that really kind of stuck. I got an opportunity to play small college basketball um, up at Clark Summit University. Uh, a man named Mike Shaw was my head coach and he had a massive impact on my life uh, in all the right ways. And then um, that kind of bled right into my 20 years in education with a large portion of it being uh, really about the athletic departments in schools. No, that's awesome. And, you know, I was, uh, I enrolled at Springfield College as a physical education major. Okay. I just yep. love that connection. And I, some of my friends still today are, are in athletics and, and, and in the field for sure. Now, uh, I'll put your blog and all that information in the show notes, but you write a lot about leadership. You, you studied it. What would be one big takeaway for aspiring athletic directors? Yeah, um, I think uh, leading athletic departments, uh, probably like leading any portion of a school, is um, more complicated now than ever. And I think it's going to get more complicated um, over the next 10 years. Um, and so I would probably challenge athletic directors that if you if you really want to be in it for the benefit of coaches and student athletes, like you really want to set them up for success, uh, then keep pursuing opportunities to be in athletic administration. Um, but if, if you really can't go all in for coaches and student athletes, even to, to the level where you're going to sacrifice some things personally um, and obviously professionally, um, then I, I wouldn't go into it uh, because the, the more I study leadership and the more I read about what the next 10 years looks like, I think leaders that can get out of the way and set people up for success are the leaders that are really going to thrive. No, no, that's awesome. So you've been in the field, as you said, over 20 years in, in, in multiple states, and multiple uh, adventures. So as you know, coming on here and hearing some of the podcasts before, there's some stories that make our listeners just shake their heads or laugh or definitely say you. Um, what, is, what is that story for our leaders and our listeners that's going to make them shake their heads? Yeah, um, so this is uh, certainly a pandemic-related story. Um, my son, who is 16 years old, um, is a student athlete inside of the athletic department that I lead. 
and he has uh, fallen in love with distance running. Um, we have a, a wonderful distance running coach at our school. Um, we have a championship level uh, cross country uh, program and our distance runners in our track and field program are championship level. And so my son, just the way he's wired, like all of that just was really in his DNA. So he loves running. And so part of his training regimen um, involves at times um, riding bikes uh, because okay. uh, it takes a little bit of the pounding off his ankles and sure, knees sure. and hips. And so uh, during the pandemic, one of the benefits of being a, a distance kid, a distance runner is you can just keep training almost completely. Right. Just keep going. Yeah. One of the few things you could do during the pandemic. And so uh, last spring, late in the spring, early in the summer, whatever it might be, um, he's 16. He's got a driver's license. You get driver's license at 16 here in Florida. So he's got a license. He's a great driver, does a nice job. But he decided he was going to jump on a bike, ride a bike about nine miles to a park, meet up with some some other that, distance runners. And that's they were quite a ride, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, he um, he goes out, takes off. It was very normal for him to do stuff like this. We knew where he was going, all this kind of stuff. Anyway, we get a phone call. Um, couple hours later which is pretty normal um and he he from calls him? yeah 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 we get a phone call from him and he says um it, it, it kind of mean my his wife me and my my wife and his mother we're on a speakerphone together and he says um i just want to let you know that i kind of crashed and i really really scraped up and we're like okay okay like like he's like like my face is really scraped up <laughs> and i'm thinking uh okay you know but He's a responsible kid. Um, I, 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 you know, I've had some training in identifying concussions and stuff like that. So right, I asked him sure. questions to make sure he's okay. And and my wife's a little unsure. And I'll be honest, with you, I'm a little unsure. But like he's 16, he's got a driver's license. He he's he's responsible. So I say, ah, like you're good, right? Like you're really good. He's like, Dad, I'm really good. Don't come get me. He's like, I'm <laughs> home now. I'm going to come home now. I was like, all right, okay. that's probably a good idea. Come on home. So he rides his bike nine miles back to the house. It was a, it was a nine, 18 mile round right. trip. So nine miles back to the house. Um, and we've got life 360, uh, which parents out there, uh, if you've got teenagers put life 360 on their phone, put it on your phone, free app. You can track them everywhere. Um, and we get an alert that he's coming back in the neighborhood. Okay. So we open the garage door. He pedals up the uh, driveway and he was a lot more than just scrape. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was mangled. I mean, oh, no. The shirt around it, the, the collar of his T-shirt was all shredded. He had gashes in his forehead, his chin, blood everywhere, his elbows, his knees. He had this awful road rash on his chest. Oh. I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like his, his, his name is CJ. I'm like, CJ, like pal, this is a little more than straight <laughs> And Matt, he's he's grinning the whole time. Like he's smiling the whole time. Matt, okay. nine stitches to put his face back together. Oh my. We had to get like a special antibiotic prescription ointment for the road rash. <laughs> I mean, it was, my wife is furious. She's accusing <laughs> She's accusing me of being insensitive and not looking out. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. Oh. Um, but it was as I reflect on it, I spent a lot of time meditating, reflecting. I thought, man, what, what an important experience for my son. Uh, and I'm not like a, like I, I'm an athletic director, but I'm not the stereotypical like jock. Like I, I, I try and break down that stereotype. Yeah. Right. So I'm not like a super like tough guy or anything, but so often I think as educators um, and certainly even more so maybe as parents, 
like we hold back our kids from what they're actually capable of because they're uncomfortable. Right. You know, and as I, I reflected on that, I just thought, man, like, like my son had an experience, which like he knows, Hey, listen, sometimes in life, your face gets all busted up and you still got to pedal <laughs> home, you know? And so, uh, you know, gotta ride home. Yeah. You still got to get on your bike and pedal home, you know? Um, and so, um, it's something he wanted to do. I think he was testing a little bit. Hey, can I, can I really, am, am I okay? Am I really okay? You know, right. so many times we, we get uncomfortable and we panic and we think we're not okay. Um, and so we equate discomfort, you know, with wrong and, and uncomfortable is not wrong. It's uncomfortable. is just uncomfortable, you know? And so right. um, a really, a really funny, cool experience I had, I, I'm even, you know, I, I'm even starting to like develop some content on, what I learned as a parent and, and what I can apply as an educational leader on that experience where my son busted his face bad and still pedaled <laughs> home. And, and he was, he was okay. Like, I don't want anyone to at me, right? Like that I'm some careless <laughs> parent or something. I'm really not. Um, he gets great grades. He's a great kid. We love him. We spend right. time together, but um, this was just something he was convinced he could do. And, and if I had known, I would not have let him do it. Uh, and um, the fact that I didn't know and he did it was like this really sense of like, hey, like, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm growing into an adult. Like there's times when life's gotcha. going to be hard and I just got to kind of deal with this dad, you know. And so super proud of that, that exp really just proud of him and how he handled it. Looking back on that experience, glad he went through it. I would sure. not have let him go through it if I had known fully, but uh, I'm glad <laughs> he did signed up for it. that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, and Matt, if I can, let me give four lessons to listeners real quick. Oh, I'm ready. From, from, watch, from watching my son bust his face and still try <laughs> to pedal himself home. Number one, when you're uncomfortable, take a breath. <laughs> Just take a breath and, and, and really evaluate, is the discomfort wrong or is the discomfort just discomfort? Uh, and then number two, Think about the big picture. Um, we've got a mantra for our kids. Um, we, we really, Andy Stanley does a great job talking about vision, how important it is to have a vision for things right. um, and then work backwards from that vision. Uh, and so for us, we kind of developed a vision for our kids. We wanted them to be W-H-U-T, be what God wants them to be. And that is work hard, be honest, be unselfish and be tough. And that word tough is more about being focused than it is about like physical toughness. But gotcha. anyway, when we, when we took a breath, <laughs> uh, and when we evaluated the big picture, this was our son being exactly the vision we had kind of established for him, you know, be work hard, be focused, um, and, and just kind of manage your life through that filter. Um, number three, surround yourself with people that tell you, you can do it. Um, and so, um, I'm on the phone, with my son, again, I understand. I'm not fully aware of the shape, of this, but I'm on <laughs> the phone saying, Chris, yeah, you're safe. No, saying, DCF's yeah, coming so down. you can. You can ride home like you like like you've answered all my questions about possible concussion. You sound good. You sound coherent. Like, yeah, right. pedal yourself home. And so inadvertently, I was telling my son, yeah, you can do it. Go for it. And how important it is for us to surround ourselves with those type of people and to be those type of people to others. And then the final thing is um, once you've taken a breath, once you've thought about the big picture, uh, once you've you know in, in, interacted with people to tell you you can start pedaling. Just start pedaling, everyone. Uh, <laughs> so um, maybe I'm overanalyzing it, but I, I mean, I, I was—I I just thought it was a really important experience for him, and and really important experience for me uh, to remind myself what to do when when life gets hard and uncomfortable. 
and, and kind of how to filter that experience. No, that, that's awesome. And, and, and it kind of flows with, with your mantra, reading some of the, the blog posts that you had. I mean, the most recent one about, you know, I think it was the ingredients for humble pie and just really being that person that you want others to become. And it was, it was interesting. One of the last things we said before I, I hit record, um, you said that I'm more interested in connecting than followers. And, and that is definitely something that I've tried to, you know, take on as well that true leaders create more leaders not more followers and um, yep. it's been it's been awesome connecting with you but if others want to connect with you like you said you want to build up those connections how can they do that yeah like matt said um uh, social media is an awesome thing and, a, and an awful thing all at the same time <laughs> i choose to use it as an awesome thing and so i, I love connecting with people uh, out on twitter uh, you can find me at uh, dr underscore chris hobbs at dr underscore chris hobbs um, love to connect. Uh, and, and again, not really interested in a lot of followers, but interested in a lot of connections and interacting with people and seeing what people are, are doing and learning and exchanging ideas and all that kind of stuff. So uh, that, that's something that I, I have enjoyed. The pandemic's given us a little bit extra time to do a lot of that too. So yeah, uh, I have enjoyed that. No, that is awesome. So, uh, well, thanks for, for taking time out of your day to, to connect with me uh, and to connect with, with our listeners. And I hope they check out all the things you've been doing and I can't wait to dig more into it just in the last week, seeing some of the, the great things that, that you're doing and, and all that you're doing for education and athletics as well. So Chris, thanks for, uh, thanks for stopping down. Matt, thank you for having me on. Uh, you can't make this up. <laughs> no, you can't. And for those of you out there who have a story that make you shake your head and say, you can't make this up, hit me up, DM me on Twitter, or you can shoot me an email, drmatthewxjoseph at gmail.com and love to connect with you. Love to hear your story and love to laugh along with you. So Chris, I hope you have an awesome 2021. Thank you, Matt. You too, brother. I see it. This is the You Can't Make This Up podcast brought to you by Anchor. Create, distribute, post your podcast 100% free at anchor.fm. Subscribe to this podcast on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a rating and review and share it with your friends. And remember, you don't have to be an educator to listen. Special thanks to Carl Hooker for his influence in getting me started on this project. Dr. Jeff Pritchett for introducing me to Anchor. And Christine Bervasi-Weinstein for writing the intro and outro to this podcast. And each and every guest who has shared a small snippet of their educational journeys with us and made us laugh out loud along the way. I'm Matthew X. Joseph. And this is the You Can't Make This Up podcast. <laughs>